And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Late night Midnight on the interstate And I didn't feel so great Welcome back to Straight from the Source, Michael Russo. I'm happy to be joined by the general manager of the Minnesota Wild. Uh, we're doing this from his office. Uh, nice place you got here, Billy Garen. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not too bad. I yeah, I enjoy it. This is, this is a good <laughs> office. Good office. We got a great building here. It's I mean an old classic and. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a very good. What's spot. like the the first thing you do when you sit down in your new in your new office and you have to personalize the place? Like, what are some of the like you got the Billy Garen nineteen jersey on here? Yeah, just um, you know. I was hoping you'd have stuff. some depth charts hanging in the wall. Yeah, no, we locked you out of that room. <laughs> but just uh, you know what, personal pictures, you know, family pictures and things like that, just stuff to kind of. Uh, you know, make it your own. Yep. Trotty. Yeah, yeah, that's a picture of Trotz and um and John Tanelli with uh Trotz giving the cameraman <laughs> the, uh, the double uh, yeah, yeah. And then that's uh Eddie Johnson uh after they won the Stanley Cup in Boston. He's got at least a case of beer under his feet there, and he said he drank every one of them. He's a, he's an absolute beauty. He's a, yeah, he's priceless. Yep. And then that picture right there is uh me and Randy McKay. Filling the Stanley Cup out of the beer taps at the uh, Verona Inn in oh. New Jersey. Somebody yeah. asked about the Verona Inn on here. We've you and yeah, I have talked yeah. about the Verona Inn. The yeah. Verona Inn isn't the same Verona Inn that it no, used to they, be. No, right? they tore the yeah. old one down, the one that we used to hang out, and they moved it up yeah. in Bloomfield Ave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I grew up in Long Island, but my my first cousins all lived in Verona, so we used yeah. to go there every weekend. To just Great everything. town. Yeah. Nothing was nothing. You didn't have to yeah. buy anything in Verona. Everything was traded. You know, the the bar owners gave the Gave beer to the 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 deli guys. The deli guys gave the bar bar owners sandwiches, and 
you know, this and that. Everything was like traded. It was it's a, yeah. it's such a great town. Like yeah. it was it was awesome. Yep. No, absolutely awesome. And again, thanks for coming on the podcast, especially a day after uh, obviously the Parisian suitor buyouts. And it's pretty funny as I was driving here, thinking like this has got to be your like eighth or ninth time already on this podcast. We got to come up with yeah. like a gift. Like I used to go on the fan in New a York. Gift would be nice. Yeah. Like like Kevin. Like I used to go on with Kenny Albert on the fan in New York yeah. for Ranger games during Ranger games, and he used to always like he'd hand you a watch, a pen, a gift certificate to a steakhouse. Yeah. And oh yeah, here at the Athletic, we got to get some some uh, guest you, gifts. You should start doing it out of your personal <laughs> yeah. wallet your personal no account no doubt we'll do it uh we'll get a beer on the we road used to, we used to get armatron watches from yeah. doing sports channel interviews in new jersey so we got croton or croton yeah. c-r-o-t-e-n yeah. from the yeah. from wfan um so uh, uh let's off let's start with a fun question here uh from somebody uh called billy garen's burner are we drinking an <laughs> italian french or spanish red after a day like yesterday it's a pretty good question <laughs> What when you get off a day like yesterday? What is the first thing you do? Uh, you know what? Just try to just decompress. And, yeah, and you know what? Uh, yeah, I would probably go with. Um, I would probably go with a a, a heavy bodied California cab. Nice. Yeah. Um. Yesterday, you you said yesterday that you've been thinking about this for six to eight months right. internally, talking inside the organization. And now it's funny you said that yesterday, and I look back and I'm thinking about all the stories I wrote about the captaincy <laughs> and how at the time, you know, you had all these candidates and maybe two of them really were never candidates uh, at that point. But, you know, when, when you make that final decision, how far in advance did you guys make that decision? And and and, and can, you, can you bring everybody through the sort of the all the pros and cons when you're deciding all, uh, something that impactful? Well, I mean, I'll share with you what I can. I, mm-hmm. I can't you know, obviously share everything and it, it's, it's a long process. I, I think it's about, I don't even know what day it is today, 14th today. Mm-hmm. So probably about a month ago, uh, we came up with the the final decision, but even then you, you, you just still, you want to, you want to come up with a decision that early because you, you still have to go over it a million times. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just, you don't want to just say, Oh, okay. You know what? Now we'll wait for the day to do it. Um, it, it's, it's some. It's very. It's a very important move. It's a very big deal, and you're dealing. Like I've said, we're we're not just dealing with hockey players. We're dealing with human beings, and they have lives and families and kids, and so you've got to make. You got to get it right, and and you know it. It probably started. I don't know. Probably six months ago. I, I said eight to six yesterday, but probably more like six. And you know, just you have to go to your boss with a with a plan and. You know, not just an idea and, and, hey, doesn't this sound great? Well, okay, well, you got to answer. You know, I have to answer all Craig's questions, you know, and he's, Craig's a real, like, uh, you know, uh, smart guy and he has all the, the, the right questions and, and I need the answers for him right then and there. So, you know, before I go to him, I, I have to put these things down in a, you know, not, nothing too, too fancy, but I have to present it to him. And, you know, walk him through it so he understands my thinking. And, you know, he, he's, I, I think we're a good, a good, uh, a good team because he, he challenges me. He doesn't just say, okay, do what you want. No, it, there's, there's thought behind it. And, and he, he pushes back a little bit. And, you know, if he didn't like it, he didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And, but he, he, he understood. He understood. And then he lets me do my job. Yep. So there, there's some, there, there's, uh, challenge there but there's also a ton of support 
And then it's just about, you know, make, again, making sure this is the right thing to do mm -hmm. and that we're, we're set on this and then just executing it. Right. It, these guys, you know, and again, you, I know you say that there's certain things you can't say and, and you might even laugh at this question, but was there any possibility at all to, to trade either one of them? I mean, you know, is it just with their no moves in the 7.538 and even even re if you retained half the salary? I mean, would it have been a pretty impossible move to make? I, I think so. Mm -hmm. I think it was very challenging. Um, and it's not necessarily the players, it's the, it's the contracts mm -hmm. and, you know, <clears throat> they're, they're, you know, maybe if they were five years younger, but it, it, it was difficult. You know, we tried with Zach, you know, like we, we tried and we, he was aware of that we walked through it together and it's just very difficult. Like mm -hmm. there, there's a lot of, a lot of things that would have to fall in line for that. So. Like I said, this was the cleanest way. Yeah. You, um, you know, somebody did ask on uh, here and it's pretty, it's, you know, it is, uh, I mean, you're a human being. Like, I mean, on a day like yesterday morning, I mean, how nervous are you to even make those phone calls? Or at this point in your career, you've made so many tough phone calls that it's sort of like, all right, it's just another two phone calls I got to make. No, you know what? Listen, I, I slept well the night before, but I woke up really early. I think it was up at 530 and like just kind of ready to go. I, I have to kind of put my game face on yeah. and, and get ready for it. Um, but it, you, you know, you're delivering terrible news and you know what, it, it, it sucks. So you have to, I like, for me personally, I have to get psyched up. I have to, I have to prepare for it. Mm -hmm. Um, so, because I, I, I think they deserve that. I, I just, I don't want to, you know, uh, just pick up the phone and be like, you know, hey, here's some terrible news. See you later. Yeah, you know, I, I want to be prepared and I want to present it the right way because they deserve that. Yep. And I know it's it's not it's not anything important, but it was two very different phone calls, right? I mean, Zach, Zach. I mean, talking to him, he sounded almost like, all right, I'm I'm ready. He was excited about free agency. He was already talking to me about what teams he could potentially go to. I mean, there was probably some relief there with him, where probably it was a little shocking for Ryan. Yeah, I'd say you're you're definitely accurate on that and understandably and mm -hmm. you know what it, it's 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 not easy either way it's just it's just the way that that it that all kind of shook out and yeah you know, two very different guys to i think everybody always ties them together but they're they're different people yeah and they had different situations um we we talked about the cap hits uh yesterday but in, in a way i mean these guys they would have still been here for four years making 7.538 so really you know in in you can look at it one way that it really doesn't put you in any worse cap situation you were even maybe even a little better um you know obviously this year as well um so how how does this go from the next little while here you in, you are going to have to go out now and and use some of this money to go buy free agents do you have to do you have to go into free agency saying we can only got, sign guys to two or three year deals at reasonable contracts or could you actually maybe go out and get get some significant pieces? I mean we yeah we we could do either to be honest mm -hmm. with you it's just we want to make sure that we're doing the right thing. Like if if we're going to go long term with somebody we we really have to make sure that this is the right thing to do because we we, we do have a, a tight cap situation but um you know, we're, we're looking at that, all of that stuff right now and, and have been for the last little while because it's going to be, they're extremely important decisions and how much we spend and where we spend it, where we put the emphasis on. And, 
things like that. Right. And you are, I mean, you're still going to go into next uh, training camp by, by saying, look, these guys have, if they're on an entry level deal, they still have to earn it. You can't, like yesterday, you didn't make them. Yeah. Like yesterday, it doesn't all of a sudden mean, no. all right, you know what? We're going to have Rossi there and Dewar there no. and Addison there. And no. Yeah. No, we're still going to do it the right thing. And we're going to, we're going to do the right thing for the player at the right time. And if they need time in Iowa, if they need time to develop, that's what we're going to do. We're, this is not to, you know, like I said, yeah, this is not to clear cap space for one or two guys. This is not to open up a roster spot for one specific player. No, the guys are still going to have to come in and, and, and go through it. If they come in and, you know, you know, blow your socks off, then, then great. Mm-hmm. But, the right things have to be done. Yeah. yeah. Um, I uh, I did this uh, piece for today. Eventually, it's probably going up any minute here. I'm just kind of looking at now free agents uh, in here. And obviously, these guys aren't free agents yet, so I know you can't talk about it anybody publicly. But the one thing looking at your depth chart now, and especially if you happen to lose a defenseman in the expansion draft, I mean, you, you're probably going to have to sign at least three, I would think, right? Um, yeah, we'll see what happens ne- next yeah. week. But um, yeah, we're, we're going to need some defensemen. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do you have a specific, I mean, I'm just happy you didn't say a number one center. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my nice. God. Trust me. I'll wait a half hour into yeah. the podcast for that. I'll butter you up, pour you a glass of uh, hot, heavy bodied <laughs> red cab. Um, yeah. Especially after uh, Darren Dreger's report today. Did you, you I see didn't that? See, no, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm off Twitter. Yeah. I, I don't have Twitter. Yeah. I, so I don't see a lot of this stuff. Well, I can't even mention the name because you can't talk about it. Which but, is uh, healthy. But it's stuff that it, we've talked about. You're not uh, you're not uh, unaware. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, since you brought it up, uh, so number one center. Um, you know, one thing I will say, it's fair. If, if you were having trade talks for a number one center yesterday or two days ago, yesterday doesn't really change anything because you were talking, they were going to be on this team with that cap situation yeah, anyway. Yeah. So you could this theoretically still go out yeah, and make that move. This doesn't change anything. It, yeah. it just, we, yeah, we, we just don't have those, those two guys. I'm oh, sorry. Yep. On our, on our team anymore. Yeah. So the cap situation's the same. It's, it's tight. It's something we got to try to manage and. Yep. Yeah. And by the way, if you're listening to this podcast and don't understand why I can't say the name, it, it, you know, when you when you're a GM of one team, unless that person is a free agent after July 28th, he you know the GM can't talk about any player under contract with another team. So, um, so you can't you know he can't talk trades and things like that. So I'm not going to put Billy in that position. Back to the defenseman. Do you have like obviously you have a wish list uh, and you've been workshopping that with your staff for a long long time. Um, but right now you know you have Spurgeon, uh, Brodine, and Dumba. Um, you know, maybe an Addison on the team as well. You know, maybe Susie, maybe not, depending on what happens in expansion. Do you feel like the, because you have these sort of mobile, freewheeling defensemen that it would be nice to get some maybe grit and size in free agency, and, and that would be the wish? Yeah, yeah, that that's definitely something that we're gonna we're gonna try mm-hmm. to address. Um, just a little bit more heaviness, I, I think, and you know, it, it's it's something that we could definitely use. Right. Yeah. Um. We joked about it at the beginning that you go home and decompress. Well, what is your night like? I mean, I got to think like I know when when news like that happens for me. I mean, I'm getting text messages all not just from reporters, but from people in the business and things like that. What's a day like yesterday when that news breaks from your colleague standpoint? You know, ex player, whatever, buddies. Yeah, you know, it's a couple couple fellow GMs reached out and you know uh, 
that's always appreciated because it's kind of a, a cool fraternity because they know they're the other guys that really know how hard it is mm -hmm. and and what the day looks like and and what it does so to hear from guys like that it's it's really cool right um you know yesterday i went and and uh honestly it, i went and hit some golf balls yesterday like later and uh um had a little dinner um and honestly i have to i have to do that i have to like put my phone away because mm -hmm. if i don't i mean i could be on my phone all night but you know what i i, I need to give myself time to like just get away from it for an hour or two hours or whatever yeah. and then you know it just decompress yeah yeah you really have to like just for your own mental health right um, expansion draft, uh, next week. I mean, do you think at this point that you pretty much know who you're, I mean, obviously you right now know who you're protecting and exposing, but I mean, is it at this point, I mean, is it just, you know, to Seattle, Hey, here's our list, take one and we'll deal with it. I mean, at this point, rather than now giving up more assets and yeah, I, you know what? Yes. I, I say that now, but like I have to, change. yeah, things can change. I mean, you know, we're, we're still, you know, a few days away and, and. We don't know what could happen. You know, it's something could come across, you know, my desk tomorrow and it, and it sounds like a good deal. So we'll, we'll do it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, to, you know, to date, nothing, nothing that good has, has come up. So. Right. Yeah. Um, you anticipate I should have my phone on. <laughs> Can I unwind to take my, uh, turn my phone off at night? Um, Some days I wish you would. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yesterday morning, it was one of those days yeah, I bet. Yeah. I texted you. I'm like, I know what's going on and I need some insight here. And uh, yeah, I know you guys, I'm assuming we're going to have some press available here, but you, at some point you're going to want me to explain this. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that one, I bet you that one, you were like, are you kidding me? Like okay, that Russo's already found this out. Like, how long after oh, you made the phone calls did I find out? That's what I want to know. It was pretty quick. Yeah. It was pretty quick. I, I To be quite honest with you, I'm not surprised anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. It, but you know what? Like, you know, being off being off Twitter now, mm -hmm. um, I think I'm probably, I'm, almost, I'm probably like nine months off Twitter. And I envy you. It, it, it's, you know what? There are little things here and there that I miss, but I, they're, they're really not that big a deal. So I, I might miss things that, that like you come up with and tweet out or whatever, and I'll find out a little later. I'll find out. But mm -hmm. like that thing for like my own mental health, I was just like, you know what? I'm getting off Twitter. Yeah. And you know what? With everything going on in the world today too, like I was just like, you know what? There's so much negative. You're not, not, not you. Yeah. But there's so much negative stuff going on right now. I got to get away from that. Yeah. Everything was negative and it drags you down and this and that. I don't, I don't want that. So yeah, I might be a little late to the game on mm -hmm. some, some Twitter scoops or, or <laughs> things that people say, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. 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 No. I envy you. I, I would say the day that I retire is probably the day that I uh, at least change my account. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> deactivate. Um, let's talk about contract negotiations with Kaprizov and, and, um, and Fiala. I mean, obviously, the, the, it sounds to me like this is not something that's just going to be wrapped up uh, pretty quickly. Um, you know, uh, I, my only desire is August 13th to the 18th. I'll be in Cabo. If you can make sure it doesn't happen then. Um, 
but what you know how do these like people always want to know how a contract negotiation goes you know like sometimes when the when the end of the deal is done i look at it, i'm like what the heck took so long it just seems so clear yeah. you know yeah. um but what what like when when what is the process on something like this you, you know what it, it's really different and i think it it really makes a difference who the agent is mm -hmm. and more importantly who the client is mm -hmm. because some guys are you know the, the agents work for the client for the player if the player is dead set on getting x well then that's what the agent is going to do you know he's going to so you can get them done real quick Erickson Eck wanted a, a long a long deal done and and he wanted to get it done quickly Claude Lemieux and I you know, we're old teammates too. So mm -hmm. we have a very good relationship. We've been friends for a long time and we're just extremely honest with each other and said, Hey, I want to get a deal done. And he says, yes, I, we do too. We want let's So I said, okay, well, I'm going to make you an offer. But when I like there, I'm going to make you an offer to get a deal done like mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. So this isn't like, I'm going to lowball you. You come back high and we'll argue, 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 mm -hmm. and some eventually meet in the middle. This is not that. We had the understanding that I was going to put my best foot forward mm -hmm. in order to get a deal done today. Right. And of course, there is a little, but that just, that, that sets the tone. That starts the, then there is a negotiation and there is some wiggle room in there with, you know, well, how about this many years and this, it'll, it'll up the number or down the number. Um, you know, can we go back and forth on no trade stuff? And there's a whole bunch of different ways you can approach mm -hmm. it, but I don't really like beating around the bush. I, I just, you know, I, 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 we, we have a good feeling on where guys are going to land and what we're comfortable paying mm -hmm. them. And I don't really want to waste anybody's time uh, trying to win the deal. I don't mm -hmm. need to win the deal. I want, I want the player to be happy. I want him to like his contract. I want to pay him fairly. Um, there's nothing worse than a, than a guy that thinks he got screwed and he's underpaid. Mm -hmm. Um, so I always have that in the back of my mind too. Like, no, we gotta, we gotta make a fair deal, like a good deal. Um, but then there, there, there can be tougher ones too. Like, you know, Kirill's has taken a little bit longer, but that's okay. Like there's, there's a lot of complications in it and there's, there's a lot to talk about and it's a very unique situation. Mm -hmm. And you know what, Paul and I just, you know, I talked to him today briefly, but it, like Kirill didn't even really come up. Like it was just about a couple other things and it just, there, there, there are some complicated deals and it really depends on, on the player and, mm -hmm. and the GM too. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt you know, about not, that. Not, yeah, I guess the GM would be, you know, yeah. you can you can be a little more flexible with one guy when you dig your heels in on another on another guy, right? Um, with um with Fiala, you know, the last contract obviously went right until training camp, and then he so that was kind of the one of the ones I'm like, well, what took so long? Two years, six. I always thought it was gonna be that on a bridge deal. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, you know, there's yeah. a great example, but but this one seems pretty complicated. Like there's a, there's a certain projection for him, and it seems like you know he does think that he's a different type of player, yeah. and that this could be a yeah. long issue. Kev, I think the thing with Kevin's contract right now is that Kevin's a little older now. Mm -hmm. And he's creeping towards UFA, and that you know, 
that that in itself makes it a little bit more complicated. Mm -hmm. I I don't know how much like the the numbers really surprise anybody or anything like that. You know, it's just oops, sorry about that. No problem. Again, these spam calls like yeah, crazy I know. Me too. lately. It's oh, just nuts. It's just crazy. Um, Have you ever watched the show Trafficked on National Geographic? No. Marie, Maria, something unbelievable journalist. And she goes to the Dominican Republic and she goes undercover down there. Uh, and and all, a lot of these spam calls just come from these scammers down in the Dominican. Really? And it's unbelievable. Oh, I got to watch it. They got seven or eight. She embeds right. herself with drug dealers, gunslingers. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, she's, she's, Trafficked. She sounds tough. Yeah. She is. She's a true journalist. Not, she's not a hockey writer. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you were saying about Fiala, sir. Um, you know, the, 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 the numbers, the number, and, and I, a lot of it, like with a kid, his age has to do with like term and things like that. And, you know, how many, how much do you pay for the UFA years? And, and, you know, it, it's, it can get complicated and, you know, Hey, I, I trust me, I, I was stubborn as hell. I, I had two holdouts as a player, <laughs> as a player, I was a pain in the ass, um, <laughs> But you know, you, you get guys that are really competitive, uh -huh. and and they see what's out there in the market and what their their peers are getting, and they're like, "Well, yeah, I want that too." Yeah, you know, I'm I'm better than him. Yeah, you know, why shouldn't I get that? And I, yeah. I understand that's a competitiveness that you want. Yeah, uh, let's take one quick break, and then we'll be right back with Billy Garen. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And if you're listening to The Athletic, you can subscribe to The Athletic at theathletic.com slash straight from the source. Uh, podcast galore this week, Arizona Coyotes head coach Andre Tornay, uh, who's Marco Rossi's former coach, and Dean Lombardi are joining Pierre Lebrun and Scott Burnside on the Two-Man Advantage edition of The Athletic Hockey Show. Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic St. Louis joins Ian Mendez and Haley Salvinen to discuss the latest trade rumors revolving Vladimir Tarasenko, who uh, you talked to his agent today. Um, you, maybe you could tell us uh, what's going on there, Billy. Um, so, um, let's, uh, I'm yeah, let's, Dean Lombardi. Dean Lombardi is from Springfield, Mass. Yep. I've known Dino since I was a kid, and he was actually going to be my agent before Bob Murray, who, who's my longtime agent, because Dean played for the same junior coach that I played for in Springfield. Mm -hmm. And he, so I, it was all set. He was, going to be my agent. And then Jack Ferrara hired him as the assistant GM in, in, uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. So with the North stars. So I had to go and find a new Bob agent. Holford's, uh, uh, son -in -law, I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, brilliant guy. Yeah. Like brilliant guy. Great yep. guy. 
Pierre Lebrun is one of the you know people in my business that I that I look up to, and I remember being at like the two thousand one or two draft in Toronto. I can't remember which one it was, and I remember we're outside the press room, and I'm sort of overhearing Pierre having this conversation with Dean Lombardi, and I just remember thinking to myself, you know what, I got to become a better hockey writer. Like I, you know, I just live in my own little world and talk to Brian Murray and Chuck Fletcher, and you know, and just uh, I'm the Florida Panthers writer. That's all I care about. I got to start like meeting other people, talking to other people, and and. Uh, and it was one of those, it's like one of those moments that just still in my head, just listening. I'm like, oh, so that's how it's done. You're actually supposed to talk to other you know, right. people around the league to yeah, learn yeah, things yeah. about the team that you're covering. You're doing and, all right. Yeah. You're doing all right, Mike. <laughs> um, let's, uh, we got a bunch of Twitter questions. Uh, somebody wants to know, what's the development plan for the new pup, Selly? Do you know uh, anything about Selly? Uh, any good development plan? Yeah, Selly's actually in the office today and... and He's, he's very Therapy active. Dog. They 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 yeah. had him. He was in his crate, just taking a little snooze. <laughs> and I was wondering why he was in his crate. We have a little pen for him upstairs, but he can jump over it. Yeah. So he he had he has to go in his crate, but he's he's yeah. a cute dog. He's awesome. Um, somebody, uh, Chris Hansen asked a good question. Uh, did you ever witness any teammates or players that ever blew up at a GM if they were ever traded or bought out or something like that? Like, have you witnessed that type of stuff in the locker room? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, not not really GM because mm-hmm. those meetings are usually done in private. But it has it Coaches. has happened yeah. for sure. Coaches for sure. Oh, oh how many I, this I season? Saw, I saw a million of those yeah. and and had a few of my my myself. Yeah. Some coaches actually didn't mind it because they knew you were like you were fired up and you yeah. were in it. Mike Keenan used to love Keenan, that. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Mike loved it. Yeah. If you were a little puppy dog, oh, oh he would just eat you, you up. You had to fight back and yeah. get your, you had to earn your yep. respect yep. with Mike. I remember um, Mike and I got into a huge disagreement when he was covering Florida and I uh, there was uh, a pres- current president of the team of a team in the NHL called me up this is back when he was a broadcaster. So I'm giving it away. Yeah. He called me up and he goes, um, he was a, uh, so what are you doing? Are you going to go to the practice, Sam? Actually, I got the day off. He goes, no, you got to go there. Like if Mike sees it after you wrote that, if Mike sees that you don't show up there, he will. That yeah. will be something in his mind forever. And yep. I actually, I was had the day off, but I went there just to show my face, yep. show that I was accountable for what I wrote. For and sure, he had problems, and oh, I think people great. do respect that. You know? Yeah, oh, he was awesome. Yeah. That was my thing with Brian Murray all the time. Like, if I wrote something, he was fine. If I showed up the next day and discussed it with him, you know, yeah. like it's just, you know, you just got to stand up. Hey, for we're, it, right? we're in a very uh, public position, you know, people, mm-hmm. especially today with like Twitter and, uh, and Instagram. today's probably a good day. Quotes and yeah. I don't, I, not that I don't care. I, I just don't read them. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. It would drive me nuts. Yeah. It would absolutely. No, I like, you. hey, yeah. look, I like it when people, I, I want to be liked. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. Don't, I don't like it when people don't like me. It's yeah. So I, I have to, I have yeah. to fight against that. Yeah. When uh, somebody I really respect actually told me once, he goes, I'd much rather be respected than liked. So yep. that's a good uh, thing to. Yep. Uh, uh, Connor wants to know if uh, Billy could summarize in one sentence what this team looks like going into next year, what would it be? Oh, man. One sentence. Connor, if you knew me, you know I have I have a hard time doing anything in one sentence. I mean, I, I don't shut up. So, um, I mean, basically, well, you know what I I, I think uh, this team will look different, and we will be very very competitive. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
I know that you have high expectations. I mean, that's the big thing that you made clear yesterday that this was not like a this was not a step back move. If anything, it was a step forward move. Yeah, yeah, um, that's what I believe. Yeah. Um, Todd Simonson asks, uh, looks like we have about eight to nine players to sign with about $24 million of cap space in years two and four, le- uh, leaving room for call-ups. Uh, that only leaves roughly two and a half million dollars per player without having to sign Caprice and Fiala. Valuing guys, putting time in the AHL. How are you going to manage that? Who is this guy? Yeah, I know. Thank God. He's good. Yeah. No, we, we have to, we have to prioritize positions and, mm-hmm. and, and, and players and, um, we have to slot them properly. We have to, you know, we kind of have to earmark certain dollars for certain positions mm-hmm. and certain players and, and then kind of stick to that. You know, you can't just uh, spend spend wildly. It's not a lot of money when, when you know, it goes quickly. It is a mm-hmm. lot of money, but it goes quickly. And so we, we just have to be prepared for that. That's what I mean. Like when you have a plan, you like these things are all thought out of. Yeah. We don't just go into free agency with – all right, well, we got 24 million here. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just start, you know, scratching it off. Right. No, we have it all earmarked for certain positions. Uh, Sean Warren says, how many prospects do you feel can realistically make the jump in the next two years? And was that a major component to the decision of buying out Parisian Suter now? No, it, well, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's one of the bonuses uh, or, or the, I don't want to say bonuses, one of the upsides, luxuries, uh, luxuries of the, the buyouts is that there are spaces available. There is opportunity. You have to give these guys something to play for and like belief that they'll get called up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we have, you know what? We've got Boldy, we've got Rossi, we've got Dewar, Duhame, uh, Addison. You know, these are all, these are all guys that can mm-hmm. legit get a shot you know and then there's still Kyle, Kyle Rao and Luke Johnson and all these guys that mm-hmm. we have guys and and so you're bringing them back is what you're saying yeah I mean we're gonna we're gonna try we like these guys yep. like they're yep. they're they're good players and and you know it's but it's just a matter of it's not a matter of just putting them in there mm-hmm. they they have to earn it and play right. well um Kate asks, "Will Billy bring a center in trade free agency?" See, it's not just me. No, I know it's it's <laughs> really everybody. Here's a good question: uh, Maverick Johnson wants to know if you're willing to share what your plans are for the A's next season. Maverick, yeah. great name. I, I'll uh, tell you who I picked on Twitter today. I picked Felino and Erickson Eck. Um, you know, I think good choices. Would, let me ask you this though: like, you do have some other good candidates. Would you ever consider a rotation? Like the home road rotation, or I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, like I didn't I've think never that that's been your a, style. I've never been. No, yep. you know what? You make your decision. Yep. And those are your guys. Yep. Other than that, it gets to, yep. you know, I was on teams where we had this like leadership group. Yeah. And there's like ten guys in the leadership group. Well, I'm like, what about the other ten guys? Yeah. That, so half, yeah. so half the teams on the leadership group, and half the teams what? Not. Yeah. That's yeah, a, the hell that's a that great do? point. And, the and Wild used to be like that. They had like nine guys in the leadership group. They're like, what the hell like, are we going to accomplish like yeah, that? Yeah. You know, you pick your leaders and you go with them. Yeah. You don't want, you don't want this big spread yeah. out thing. So Felino and Ecker? Oh, they look, we got a lot of good, <laughs> we got a lot of good options. Um, yeah. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> um, maybe you'll sign a, another Felino and you can have two Felinos. 
where it is. Yeah, it, we'll, yeah I don't as know. I, as I just told you, I can't te- uh, put you in a position to talk about free agents. Um, let's see. Uh, and, and by the way, we are going to wrap up this podcast fairly soon because Billy's got some other obligations here. I'm just running through. Um, the, the entry draft coming away, Jed Brackett gets into town next week. Yep. Um, how... how um, I guess the big thing now, like, how do you workshop? Like, you have two first round picks. Usually, those type of trades happen on the draft floor if you're going to move up, down, yeah. things like that. Do you workshop that, or you, it's just literally something that happens that day? No, there there are some there are some players that maybe are that we feel are going to go a little bit before we're picking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's some like you know Judd and and Matt Sells like they they analyze that stuff and and they're like, hey, you know what? If this guy's still around at pick, mm-hmm. you know, X, we can maybe, you know, we can maybe give them, you know, our picket, you know, mm-hmm. what are we, 22 and 26, or technically 21 26. and 25. Yeah. So the, can we, can we, mm-hmm. can we give them that in a third round to move up to 15 or whatever it is mm-hmm. and, you know, be ready for that. This mm-hmm. is a guy that we really like yep. and he'd be worth it. Yep. So they, Judd and Judd and Matt really yep. kind of put their, their heads together and come up with some plans yep. like that. Uh, last hockey question, and then I just want to ask you a couple fun ones. Uh, Brian Benke has a great question, and I've wondered this too. Like when you have, and I'll just character, uh, you know, kind of characterize what he's saying. But when you have all these meetings, board of governors today, GM's meetings yesterday, or even just private conversations with Bill Daly, do, like do they give you a sense of where the cap can go in the next couple of years? Like because it is obviously an un- unclear thing because we don't know where the business is going. But you got the new TV deal, Seattle. Yeah, I mean, yeah. do you have a confidence that the cap won't stay flat here for a while? They 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 give us a lot of information mm-hmm. and they're very open with it and it's very protected. So I don't want to okay say much, but it's they're very interesting meetings. I just started going to the board of governors. This you know when I got this job, so mm-hmm. it's a it's a great experience. It, yeah. It's really. Uh, there's so much, you know, it's amazing how big it is. There's so much work that goes into it and so many people that like just make this league run. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just fascinating. Yep. A couple of fun questions uh, in our five minutes left. Um, Connor says, um, how do you find to get, a, how is do you this find the same t- Connor? Uh, you know what? I don't know. No, I, right. I, no yeah. it doesn't matter. Go ahead. Uh, Connor, uh, how do you, how do you find time to get away and have Billy G family time in such a condensed off season? That's a good question. You know what? You have to make it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know what? I just spent, uh, 10 days out at the Jersey shore with my family mm-hmm. and you know what? It was, um, it was unbelievable. It was awesome because my daughter took, you know, she can work from home now. She's in New York City, but she came down. So there was all six of us in the house. And, you know, we even told the kids, like, no guests. No, we don't want any friends over for just this one week. Let's just be together. Mm. And we just had the best time. Yeah. And, like, it's awesome. But you have to carve it yeah. out. Yeah. We have to, make you know, make a make – an, Big effort. Yeah. Your wife, uh, Kara, has been a hockey wife forever. Um, your son, Liam, is a hockey player and loves the sport. I, I'm not positive about your daughters and just their love of the sport, but I assume it's it's big. Do, like, do they do, – like, how much inside info do they get, and can I become friends with them? Um, <laughs> like, how much – like, do, it's got to be kind of fun for Liam to, like, know, like, oh, my God, they're about to trade for this guy. Oh, or, yeah. You know? He, he- – he knows. He knows a bit. He knows a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they, they Don't all, you think that he and I should become buddies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, they. You know what? It's kind of funny. They. They did not know about yesterday. Oh wow. Um, until the morning. Because even Kara. No, Kara knew. Yeah. 
but you know she she's my wife you know yeah, we, yeah like we have to, to me you gotta I, have somebody at home yeah i like, trust her more yeah. than anybody in the world yeah. and and um but like no my kids didn't know that one they mm-hmm. we when they got up kara told them what was going on and you know be ready and because you know what they're big stuff like that they don't you know what? My kids are on social media too. Yeah, you, know, you want them wanna, to like, you know. They, we got to brace them for certain things. <laughs> right. But, you know, um, yeah, we, uh, and I, and I, tr- they've been, they've been in this world their whole lives. Yeah. And they know, they know what, what's private and what's not. Yeah. And, and they're very, very good about it. Yeah. Like they don't say anything. Yeah. It's funny you said that. And I don't want to talk out of turn, but I remember when I found, got the scoop that Chuck Fletcher was being fired, I remember being so worried that his family knew. Like, I'm like, I, because I know that his kids follow me on Twitter and I just was like, mm-hmm. honestly, like it created an unbelievable anxiety that like yeah. 10 minutes that I was going to put that out. And I just like, and I just was so like, I didn't want yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I've, I've, no, let, it's, it's I've crazy. Let, I've let players like Sean no, Burke you gotta, and people you like gotta, that know you, they were traded on, you know, you got to get to like, yeah. you got to get to your kids' schools and yeah. pull them out of there and make yeah. sure that they don't find out from their friends yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Trevor Shepard, best pizza in Boston, Regina's or Serpino's? Uh, Santarpio's? Uh, he Is put Serpino's. Serpino's? I don't know that. Okay. Pizzeria Regina's good. Okay. Um, I know we talked to F1 racing last time we were on the, on the, uh, thing with somebody who goes, uh, which team and drivers do you like and follow? Oh this is Casey God. asked this question. You know what? I, I, um, I like the Red Bull. I like the Red Bull team. Uh, Verstappen and Perez yeah. are, are really good. I, it, it's hard. Not, I, I just love the sport. I got hooked on it. And it's, it's awesome. That, the that Lando, Netflix show. Uh, Lando Norris has, has been really good lately. Did you see the Twitter thing? Or the, yeah. I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. Or Kara sent it to me. He got yeah. mugged and somebody yeah. took his yeah. $55,000 watch. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I, I, like the, I like the Red Bull. I like their whole operation. I think it's yeah. pretty cool. I was wa- walking in Florence once and this guy comes over me to pretend like he was going to shake my hand. He pulls me in and tried to grab my watch off my left thing. And I like went. I will, I could have gotten killed because I did not handle that with a that happened to me in in, yeah. in uh, where was it in Rome yeah but it was all like these gypsy ladies and well, their 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 hands are in your pockets and this yeah. and that no it, it, it happened to me crazy. yeah I was super stressed because it was like three times that trip and yeah. one time my hotel room was ransacked out Colin wants to, uh, you to know that next time you're at the High Life Lounge in Des Moines you need to I haven't been yet I'm dying it's, to go it's like famous I, yeah I'm dying to go there yep. Wild Boy wants to know uh, your favorite coffee brand. This will be the last question. Dunkin' Donuts. I had one today. Nice. Large hot yeah. coffee with skim yeah. milk and sugar. I actually like Dunkin' Donuts. That little that little hut in the uh, mall in the MSP is always empty. You know at the yeah at yeah the yeah airport. Dunkin'. Um, so fair to say that we'll have a pretty good uh, a sense at least of what options you'll have to like uh, what your needs will be after the expansion draft yes. you know when we really yeah we'll discern, have a clearer picture yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. the perfect way to say it. hey billy as always uh really appreciate you uh coming on you you're always uh really uh cool to just do stuff like this especially on after a day like yesterday if you're listening to this podcast check out our comment section for each podcast episode the athletic app and rate and subscribe to straight from the source on the apple if you aren't already a subscriber and this maybe could be your uh, your gift. It could be a free subscription to The Athletic Billet. Perfect. For coming on here. Go to theathletic.com slash straight from the source and receive a subscription for just $3.99 per month. Thanks for the hospitality today. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on again. Appreciate it.